I can't stress this enough that to deal with bullying, you have to acknowledge it as being there. And it's amazing how conflict adverse people are. They don't want to deal with it. So you've got to acknowledge it. And it takes having everybody involved who is involved to be part of the solution. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents. Michelle Abraham here. I am so excited to bring you our next guest today. I've gotten to know Suzanne for the last few weeks and I am just like in love with her and her message and her mission and what she's up to in this world. And I'm just so excited to bring her to Blissful Parents today. So Suzanne, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Michelle. Thank you very much for inviting me because I believe parenting is the most special, best job in the world. <laughs> I love it. And now I bet knowing just a little bit about you that you think that grandparenting is an even better best job in the world. Absolutely. I saw a bumper sticker and it said, if I knew grandparenting was this much fun, I would have done it first. Absolutely. My parents say that too. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so much fun. We're fun. We can feed them up and sugar them up and send them back to you. I was like, oh, yeah. that's it. So I'm the mother of 35-year-old twins. Yesterday was their birthday, and I have a foster daughter who is 50. So um, yeah, it's been a wonderful journey. Awesome. Well, happy birthday to your daughters. Uh, that's exciting. 35 is awesome. I remember my parents, I just turned 40 a few years ago, and I remember when I was creeping on 40 and turned 40, they were like, oh, I can't believe we have a 40-year-old. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Let me tell our audience, Suzanne, a little bit more about you. So Suzanne Jean has had over 50 years experience in the design, implementation, and accreditation of community-based programs in the social service field. So Suzanne now currently is the director of Fit for Defense uh, Consulting, and it's operating as an unique anti-bullying program called Power Ed. And I've gotten to hear a little bit about her program and, and read a bit about her book. And it's so exciting what she's doing in this space. And I think there's just, oh, just amazing. So uh, Suzanne, as I mentioned, is the author of Bullying Stops Here, steps to safety, strength, confidence, and empowerment. And, um, you know, I think we're going to dive into bullying. It's something that is close to my heart. Um, I experienced it out as a kid. I see it out there on the playgrounds. I see it 
you know, in our girl guide community, I see it everywhere. And it's something that is so dangerous, in my opinion, and, um, and toxic. And I just, I'm so excited that you're here to share and shed some light for our parents today. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. So Power Ed has kind of evolved over the years. My background is also in martial arts. So I spent many years seeing how um, we could incorporate messages in a physical sense, as well as a psychological sense. So Power Ed is a combination of um, self-defense and assertiveness training. It's like got a huge communication component, uh, as well as wellness and a lot of mindfulness. So the the premise is healthy, um, confident, and empathetic kids don't bully. So that's our job. And I don't think that um, in our educational system, we're really looking at those kinds of life skills. And we're not um, focusing on self-awareness and values, boundaries, um, triggers, feelings, all of those emotional things are kind of off to the side and the academics take the forefront, right? Mm -hmm. So this program really dives in. It dives in and it looks at all of these issues. Awesome. And I love how you've kind of like done it in a way that it's physical so that the kids kind of have that expression too when they're when they're when they're learning it. So take us through Absolutely. how um how can a community get involved in this program and how it is how or how can we kind of get it integrated into our, our programs and get our kids exposed to it. Well, first of all, I, I guess it's it's sort of my job to get out there and to um, spread the message about this program because it's it's a little difficult for um, some school administrators to understand why would you teach uh, self defense mm-hmm. to a bully, and um, the program is about empowerment. It's about having confidence in yourself, and um, a good example which is a story in the book, is self-awareness shines the light that can bring about really fast change. So my daughter is an instructor, and she works in the inner city in uh, Vancouver. And she called me up and she said, Mama, I'm not comfortable um, teaching this class because there's a particular kid in this class that's a real bully and he's a real problem. And, and, you know, I'm not confident. It was a grade five or six um, split. Mm-hmm. And she said, would you come and teach it with me? And I said, I'd love to. I'd love to. That would be awesome. So I went and I, again, the, the principal and the teacher and everyone was talking about how bad this kid was and how what a problem and it was going to, you know, watch out. So I do an exercise with the kids and and it's called, what is a bully? Why do kids bully? And what can you do about bullying? And I divide the group into three smaller groups and they each have a big page and they answer the questions and then pass the paper. Well, I was in the group with this bad kid (laughs) and his friend looked at him and he says, you know, you're a bully, don't you, Johnny? And I thought, oh, here we go. He's going to lose it. He looked at the boy and he said, but I don't want to be. And my heart just, it was like, Here's a kid who's never been seen in a positive light. Mm. And what happens in the exercises, they go back and they they all report. And the bully and the bullied are sitting side by side. Mm. 
But it's the first time that the bullies ever see that their other kids perceive them as weak and having problems and maybe trouble at home and um, having no confidence. So they have this description of themselves as seen through these other kids' eyes, and it's so life-changing. Wow. So Johnny did a 360 in this class. And he was very good at the physical self-defense. And suddenly kids are saying to him, hey, you do a really good job. You know, like you're good at this. And he was like, you know, he's all pumped yeah, up. All proud of himself. And proud of himself because that had never happened. And it was a phenomenal transformation. So that's what it's, this is about. It's about transformation. But it comes from self-awareness and really um, getting to know who you are mm-hmm. and being able to communicate what it is that you believe and what you see and what you need and what you, you know, in a way that's really doesn't put other people down. And that is the magic mm-hmm. in the program. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine like some kid that's been just like negative, 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 negative energy towards him all his life to all of a sudden, like, be proud and, like, find something. Um, and people yeah. are recognizing that, like, oh, my gosh. And if we really, like, I th- I'm sure, like, if we really look at the whole, all the bullies, like, this is the thing that they're they're needing the most is that positive reinforcement of something that they're doing. So the pillars of the program are attention, awareness, avoidance, and action. So attention is, is um, in... In our world now, everything's going inward. Mm-hmm. The social media, the phones, the gaming. Kids are losing actual touch with each other in a human way. When I do self-awareness exercises in the program, we have discussions. They think it's rocket science. Mm-hmm. They're not familiar with what it is to sit in a group and talk about how they feel about something or a, a subject, right? Gee, Suzanne, can we do that again? That was great. <laughs> in the olden days, we called it a conversation. It is pretty great. <laughs> but, you know, if I do a parent share and ask them to share something like a basic feeling or uh, they, they don't have the skills to do that. Mm. So it's like about tuning in. It's about developing observation skills, looking at each other, looking at the world around them in a way that is being lost. I mean, kids will sit in the same room and text. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Rather than have a conversation. So the attention, and I have lots of physical exercises that they do that demonstrate these concepts. So it's physical self-defense. Then there's the self-awareness exercises. Then there's the mindfulness exercises and the uh, all the physical stretches and and tons of games. So it's a really fun program with a mix of those things and depend depending on the 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 students I'll I'll mix that up in different ways so awareness is the heart and soul of the program because it is about communication and it's about knowing who you are mm-hmm. and being able to step step into your space in the world right in in a way that you meet your dreams and your potential mm-hmm. and it's getting lost that confidence it's just it's getting lost. So so a lot of it is focused on understanding feelings, understanding values, understanding boundaries, understanding how to express anger in a in a way, 
understanding what anger is, mm-hmm. understanding cues and triggers and how to express those things. So all of that is in the self-awareness and big change happens at that point in terms of empowerment. And again, remember, I'm doing this in a physical way and I'm yeah. doing it in an emotional way. And I'm going into topics too that I that need to be talked about, but they're not talked about because nobody has the has the confidence to talk about suicide and and some of those subjects that are really frightening, right? Absolutely. Uh, avoidance is about safety mm-hmm. and how to be safe and how to plan ahead and how to again go back into the environment and and recognize what risk is. Mm-hmm. And the higher risk the kids I work with the lower their relationship to risk. They don't experience risk. And and you would just shake your head at some of the things that I see and hear um, because there isn't that acknowledgement. They don't understand because of their environment and their, their the abuse that they've suffered in their lives, right? They just don't register it. So it's coming down to that really fundamental, uh, I'm important. I deserve to be protected. I deserve to be safe, I you know? A lot of kids don't know what their rights are. So we cover rights. Um, They have no idea that they have a right not to be abused and bullied. So um, conversations that I feel like that are kind of avoided or like not really like like not really spoken about like directly to kids and kids are smart. They're not like you got to have those conversations with them. It's so interesting. And then the action is the actual self-defense. How do you protect yourself? And those, you know, they understand that self-defense is 95% psychological. Mm-hmm. It's not physical. You, it's all the, it's, it's all the things line, you right? do. <laughs> yeah. Like people always say, oh, you have a black belt. Have you ever had to use it? No, because I don't project any sense of, of being a victim. <laughs> right. It's funny, uh, it's funny how that none is. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because that's always people's first question. Oh, who do you use your black belt? No, of course not. No, that's why. No, I have of course it. you don't. <laughs> and I work with really aggressive kids. I by in my history, I've worked with some you know very very violent, aggressive people, and I've never had any problem. So, um, yeah, it's it's um, it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. how fast you can I can see the change so the, the 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 ideal program is 10 weeks and the changes I can see in those 10 weeks and kids who haven't moved for a long time you know they remember I used to play soccer I used to dance yeah. I like doing this you know or or we'll refer them into martial arts classes if they really take a a liking to it and it's just so rewarding yeah. to see that you know Oh, I imagine like the transformation is so exciting. So when, so for our parents, first of all, our parents, I'm sure parents that are listening right now are like, how do we get my kids signed up for this? Like, how do, how do I find out where there's a class? Um, so can you just, you know, for a second, share with us where, uh, where would we find out if there's something available in our area and how to, how to connect with you? Well, at the moment, I'm just trying to get things um, geared up again because COVID, it is a in-person program. Mm-hmm. So I lost a lot of my um, programs during COVID. Right. And I'm trying to get my instructors back up and running. So the way to do it would be to contact me and um, we could brainstorm how to, uh, it's it's provided in the schools. I have a children's curriculum, a youth curriculum, a seniors curriculum. Right. Uh, and a women's curriculum. 
And it, it's offered in all kinds of community settings as well. So it's offered in community centers. It's offered in social service programs. I work with the more at-risk youth. I've run it in the jails. I've run it with women's addictions programs. Um, it, it's pretty flexible in terms of working with a lot of different um, groups. But yeah, the way to do it would be to to work together to figure out how we could um, get the funding and get the instructor instructors. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait till we bring it up here to our area. So, yeah. so in the schools, instructors, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. In the schools, it's usually offered in the PE block or the health. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Block, right? Yeah, that's yeah. great. Now, for our parents at home that maybe, you know, that that, that might be a little bit of a wait till there's something available, uh, reading your book would be a really great start, I would think, um, and having some conversations at home. So can you walk through our parents with some tips of how do we, first of all, identify if there's a problem or can start seeing if there's some things happening? And then uh, and then what would you suggest to do next? Well, the first sign is usually a change a change in a pattern, a trend Mm -hmm. with your kid, right? And um, I can't stress this enough that to deal with bullying, you have to acknowledge it Mm -hmm. as being there. And it's amazing how conflict adverse people are. Mm -hmm. They don't want to deal with it. So you've got to acknowledge it. And it takes having everybody involved who is involved to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, if, you know, bullying becomes a culture in a school in a cl- in, or in a classroom or in a an office. I mean, the, the, we're talking about it's pervasive, right? Be ever, yeah. Bullies grow up and go to work mm-hmm. and cause a lot of harm. So um, having a strategy in your school is a really good idea. And I have in my book, I outline how to develop that. And I've done that in a number of um, communities. And basically, you need to select a facilitator, somebody who's going to kind of take take charge of that. Um, you need to identify your subgroups and get everybody involved, everybody on the page. You need to establish some really clear guidelines Mm-hmm. And um, communicate your message to everyone. And the message is bullying stops here. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. It's not the behavior. We want to take care of each other. We want to love each other. We want to love ourselves. Right. And uh, and it's it's got to be really communicated. Then you need to train your teams. You need to have a little bit of an initiative where you train your peer leaders. Peers are the best group to train to kind of help change a culture in a school. And your parents, like parents just don't know what to do. They see their kids are hurting and they just don't know what to do. Um, So you need to do some training around this to develop the confidence that people believe they can step forward and and make a change. And then you have to implement the interventions. And the intervention I recommend, I don't know if you know of restorative justice, but it's a similar one. Mm. So it's where you put the bully and the bullied together. But you're taking care of the bully as well. So it's not a, you know, it's not a scapegoating. Right. Yeah. It's about just laying out the facts as in any, this is, this hurts. This is what, this is my experience. What's your experience? How can we, how can we change this? How can we make this different? 
But unless you acknowledge it and create a a, a safe place to bring that, Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty hard. Mm. And kids won't tell because for one, they, they do tell and the adults do nothing mm-hmm. or they do tell and it makes it worse because there's no intervention, mm-hmm. right? Or they don't tell because they're afraid. I had a child, it's in the book, it's another story in the book and it was a young kid in one of my, in one of my classes and she, it dawned on her from my program that she was being bullied by her brother. Mm. And as I said, she, she didn't recognize that. And it was the light went on and she says, I, I'm being bullied. And she um, had a difficult conversation with him. And I wasn't a part of it, but I was sitting on the side to make sure if it really went south, I would be there. Right. Right. And she told him, this is what I'm experiencing. This is how I feel. And this is what I need to have happen. It has to change. And I thought for sure, I, you know, I was worried he was going to get angry and he yeah. was going to smack her. Um, but he started to cry and he said, oh. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to. But what it took for her to say that to him. Wow. And in the home, she told her parents and they were just saying, oh, that's just how brothers are. Mm. You know, they pull the chair out from under you. So you fall on the ground, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what we have perceived ideas of what brothers would be like. But really, <laughs> no, she was being yeah. seriously bullied yeah. and abused by this by this kid. Anyway, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. and you can bring about that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that support and that not that confidence to be able to do so is so empowering. Yes, um, we have and- heard a horrific um, situation that's happening just a few communities over from us right now where the kids are texting each other to fight each other um, and set up fights. And so, you know, as we're living in this world of social media and craziness online, are we able to help kind of the bullying online that's happening to you by empowering them offline and in person with this um, defense uh, and in like with with the program in the Power Ed program, is this things that they're going to be able to learn and then implement online too? Absolutely, that was my long it's question. Totally, <laughs> it's totally transferable, and we deal with that. And you know, online bullying is is passive aggressiveness, which is the same as aggression, but it's you don't take responsibility for it, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So um, yeah, we we definitely um, deal with that subject. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have young girls, the sexting, mm-hmm. they're with a guy and then suddenly their images are all over the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, children are committing suicide online. Yeah. Because they can't live with the damage to their reputations and their mm-hmm. their self-esteem. So how difficult that is for kids right now to have to manage that. And in this, I mean, that wasn't a part of my growing up because I'm older than social media mm-hmm. and I can't imagine the stress that kids go through with that right now. I, I definitely wouldn't have wanted my, my teens to be broadcasted on social media. I look back now and I'm grateful that it's not there. And I know that's something that's a real, a real problem for them. And that's what we go back to. We have to create healthy, confident mm. kids 
that have no need to, uh, you know, have control of other people to meet their needs. Absolutely. So, um, and it's, it's, it's totally doable. Yes. <laughs> Which well, is that's, that's the exciting part <laughs> is that it's doable and it can happen and with the right tools can make a huge transformation. So that's what's so exciting about what you're up to. What do you wish parents knew? Uh, I I wish they knew, well, first of all, I wish they knew the extent of the problem. Some of them don't. I mean, the, the statistics are one in four in a classroom. Wow. In BC. And teen, the national statistic is one in three. Oh, my gosh. That's that. That is that so, blows my mind. I think I think they need to know the extent of the problem, and I think they need to know that a, a larger strategy and approach is needed if they're in a community, if it's a sports team, or like you said, the guides, yeah. or it's in a in a classroom in a school. Mm-hmm. You need a larger strategy to to stand together and basically have everybody together: the teachers and the administration, mm-hmm. and the parents and the kids to say, okay, we're going to make a change here. It's going to be different. Yeah. And we're going to do what we need to do to make that different. So So it takes a broader, you know, I can do what I do in my classes and and teaching, but it takes a larger movement. Yeah, absolutely. It takes a a community, right? It takes it like that saying, takes a village. It really does. Um, so when you're, the, you're sh- sharing those statistics, the one in three and the one in four, those that statistic is kids that are being bullied. Is that that's correct? correct. That's, that's correct. And that's why when in my classroom, when I do that, mm. that uh, exercise I told you about, what is a bully? Why do people bully? Yeah. Those kids are sitting side by side. The, mm. the kids that are being bullied are sitting with the bullies in the in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I know exactly who they are by their faces when the presentation happens. I bet, yeah. Oh my god, I can I can pick them out. I can say, oh, that there, that that that, that right? Because they have a look of horror on their faces. Right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're about to break into tears. You know, goodness. But also, the kids that are being bullied learn a lot from that exercise about what they I can bet. do. Yeah, absolutely. And how important it is that they do speak out. Yeah. Um. And again, it it's always astounded me how few rights kids believe they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, because like, who shares that with them? Like, who tells them those yeah. rights? Right? Like, I don't. I, yeah. I assume most parents don't. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, school doesn't. So, where are they left to find out that information on their own? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and again, as we said, pay attention to any of those changes. You know, if you see a. a, a a real significant change in the behavior of your kid, either their mood or um, their behavior, like walking to school or anything that's pretty dramatic, you know, keep an eye out for that because there could be something going on or there is. I would imagine even to like, you know, a kid that loves soccer and then all of a sudden they don't want to play soccer. Like that would also be something to look for. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. Um, so powerful what you're doing, Suzanne. I really am so grateful that you spent this time with us here today. Um, where can our parents find your book? Well, the book is on Amazon, but if they get in touch with me again, okay. um, I sell it for $15 and put all the money into programs. 
great. I love so that. maybe that money would come back to your community in offering a program. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can buy yeah. books for everyone in the community to just get them yeah. started. I think that's this, this pro this program has always been on the side of my desk because I have, I've had a long career in social services and I'm just sort of retiring from that. And I'm going to really be doing a lot more speaking and a lot more teaching mm-hmm. and a lot more instructor training because I, I feel I really need to get this out, out, out there. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's taking a more prominent role in my life. So um, anyone can get in touch with me, they, you know, and I would be happy to explore options or get them the book yeah do you have a website that we can send people to and we'll- I, I do have a website it it's under construction but it's fit for defense.ca and the four in the fit for defense is attention awareness avoidance and action so it's the the pillars of the program yeah and create. the fit uh, four, the number, the four is actually the number four. So not That's right. the number four. Yeah. Yeah. So fitfordefense.ca. Uh, yeah. So make sure you guys go check that out. Understand that it's under construction and we will definitely uh, link Suzanne's information into our show notes and into everything here so you can connect with her. So safety and empowerment and strength and confidence. I love That's it. That's another I love four. It. Yeah, I love it. These are, those are good ones. Any last words for our parents today, Suzanne? I just say congratulations because parenting is a wonderful, wonderful um, part of our lives. And hang in there because it's not easy. (laughs) It's really not easy. Not easy, but rewarding and exciting. So rewarding. So Best rewarding. job in the world. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Bullsful parents, please, 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 please reach out to Suzanne and get her book, support her program. And, and again, thanks for having me. This is a wonderful opportunity to chat. You're so welcome. So grateful to have you on here today. All right, Bullsful parents, go out there and have a fabulous day. Suzanne, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a wonderful day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.